What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey and right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease Hello, and welcome to We Know's Parenting. I'm Peter McNerney. I'm Beth Newell. Oh my gosh. So, we I guess we have kind of a lot to talk about. We do. Last week, the whole theme was we had nothing to talk about. and that, But then we actually ended up having a lot to talk about, so it seems like we kind of misstated it. Oh, we always have things to say. It's hard for me to remember the week. That's the thing. It's like, to if I'm not writing it down as it's happening... Yeah. To just think back, I, since having kids, have zero memory for <laughs> anything that is happening around me at any time. Well, it's like every week, everything is different. Uh, things happen during the week, and in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a big topic in the podcast. <laughs> and then we get to Monday, and I'm like, what happened? I have no idea. Yeah. But you just brought up to me one of the big ones, which is that we went to the dual language info session for the dual language kindergarten for Bryn next year. We're thinking of applying. Dos Caminos. I think we are applying. Yeah, we we are applying. It's just that we like, depending on whether we get in and depending on whether we then decide to pull the trigger, you know. So this would be, this was recommended to us by the head of daycare and daycare is every other day in Spanish. And this program is every other day is in Spanish and half the kids are English dominant speakers and the other half of the kids are Spanish dominant speakers. So it's a truly like immersive uh, experience where it's like kids on the day that isn't their dominant language are surrounded by a bunch of kids who are modeling yeah. the style because they do know it and vice versa on the opposite days. What was, uh, in, what was interesting to me about the info session is it sounds like there's a lot of kids going into it who will go in speaking pretty much no Spanish, which, and they were talking about how it's a multi-year process to really acclimate, but like, but once the kid starts like finding the rhythm of understanding, you know, everyday conversational Spanish, they're, they're then like locked in, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, we've talked about this before that at age 12, when everyone starts their language typically in school, that's when you've stopped being good at learning languages <laughs> yeah our country does it in the most impossible way uh <laughs> but you know i went into this thing thinking like you know it's really interesting i'm not sold on this program because i don't know anything about it uh, it, it could be great it's the school that's a little further away um, but as soon as they started going i was like oh these people are great 
Well, like, this well is, I and think I really want what, it. I was like definitely sold by the presentation because the way they were talking about it, the teachers seemed so excited about it, and they seemed like they were trying constantly trying to find new ways for it to succeed and expand and get better. And they they currently have first through fifth, fifth grade, and they're now going to expand to sixth grade next year. It sounds like and it's a big program. It's just they were like traveling to nearby schools to study their programs that go like for more years and it was just really it's like just nice to be around people who are truly excited by what they're doing and you're like yeah i want my kid to be a part of that you know and now in the middle of it i was like oh shit now i want it and then suddenly yeah that was kind of hard like by the end of it i was like i don't know if we're gonna get in and then finding out that the actually the english speaking kids is a much bigger wait list yeah for some reason i assumed it would be the other way around i know for some reason i assumed english speaking would be at an advantage but i guess i now realize in retrospect a lot of like if you're a spanish speaking family and you're if your kid ends up being forced to go to an all-day english school then that that is maybe more beneficial to you in some senses i mean the the information they were presenting at the um presentation led you to believe otherwise actually it was really interesting but yeah uh, i would have thought that anyway they they did explain that um you know they try to nurture kids primarily in their spoken language first they try to gain those written language skills in their stronger language and then that then helps them learn the other language better so it was really interesting to see how they were like in spite of everything that they're trying to do with these kids they're really prioritizing the kids main learning the kids main socialization and like and the families they say at home your job is to strengthen the dominant language and then as they get older it becomes much easier to transfer that to the new language um, which obviously I had never occurred to me or thought of at all. And now I want it. And yeah. The, 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 well, and it the, makes perfect sense why these pro- more of these programs need to exist for kids that don't speak English because it's just you're yeah. putting them at, a, at an educational disadvantage if they don't get some sort of like a writing and reading attention yeah. early well, on. They really sold the idea that like everybody benefits from this. And yeah. it's that the balance of it was really interesting where they really are balancing, you know, everything they can and that's the best way to support every kid in the room. Yeah. It was pretty cool. And I mean, obviously we're very lucky that this is a part of the public school system and we don't have to yeah. you know, pay for this. So we're going to apply. We'll see what happens. I felt good about it. I don't know why. I just feel like optimistic. And also I just kind of feel like if he's meant to be in it, he'll be in it. But yeah, if he's not, he's he won't. The If he doesn't get in, then he goes to the the kindergarten near us, which is where his pre-K already is. And yeah. we really like that school. And uh, he's it's closer. So if we don't get in, there's, there's a benefit of him being able to walk to school in a few yeah. years. Uh, there was one question I wanted to ask during the presentation, but I was too afraid to, which Ooh. is just that, well, because, you know, we've been talking a lot about like work and where we're going to be living long term if we continue to work in the entertainment industry. So part uh-huh. of me was like, if we were to move away from here, to, like temporarily or, you know, unexpectedly come back, like, is there a way for someone, to, a kid to continue being a part of the program? And then I was like, if we ask this question, it's going to sound like we're like a foot out the door already. And I like yeah. can't, I was like, I got, I got so invested. I was like, we can't jeopardize. Yeah. This. I started asking questions. I was like, I was like, well, my son's already in. Uh, yeah. You asked a question after the presentation just to brag about your son knowing some Spanish. Not just. I was genuinely curious if English speaking kids who know a little bit of Spanish were, was an advantage they something they took into consideration, and I found out no, it's not. Yeah. So I got to brag about, I don't know, I don't know. I'm proud of my child. Sue me. Yeah. Valentine's Day happened. Valentine's Day. Okay, we're moving on. Yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Unless you have more to say, I'm sorry. Um. No, I was just gonna say I thought it was really interesting hearing them talk about the priority that certain families and students get based on. Like they're trying to get a mix of English and Spanish and they're trying to get a mix of all the schools in town and the different districts or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And they, um, but then there's certain things like you're saying, like the ability to speak a little bit of both languages is not really necessarily any kind of advantage. And 
it just it throws up a lot of like ethics concerns. Like they were also saying that families with one sibling in the program were given a priority for the second sibling because they're already more invested in the program and they know what's up, which makes perfect sense. But then they also have to factor in like people who don't get their foot in the door with the one kids, like they're suddenly cut out of this program altogether. It's just like, I find the ethics of that so fascinating. Well, I empathize so much. I do so much casting um, for improv and story pirates and stuff. And uh, there's, there's, you're trying to get a balance in all sorts of ways. And for each individual, that might be an advantage or a disadvantage. And it's not totally fair. And it's like, they were doing a great job of being like, hey, we're going to be as transparent as we can about this. But it's like, I also understand the argument of like not bothering to show people how it works because you're just inviting. Yeah. No, places. but they I were, thought they did a good job. They were job. being pretty transparent. They were being surprisingly transparent about it. But yeah, there's got to be some other moving parts in there. I mean, and they kind of hinted at that. Like they have other concerns about the school and the students who aren't in that program. You know, yeah. it's I, I just think it is fascinating that if you are trying to do like the best thing as a whole for the community or this group of people, just in life, you're always given these decisions where it's like you can't make it fair for everyone. It's just not going to be. Yeah. And you have to sort of like just pick your battles. But I don't know. For some reason, that aspect of it was so fascinating to me because uh-huh. I, I know other like in New York City where there's like school lotteries and stuff people are facing this this kind of thing with so much more drastic results and it's just yeah you can see it it's so easy to depending on what side of whatever you're on to immediately feel so strongly about one one thing or the other but I, I at least this program you could tell they genuinely were thinking like whoever ends up in the program we want it to be the best possible learning environment for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't necessarily make it fair for getting into it. Um, but ultimately, the kids that are in there are then served best. Yeah. Anyway, you want to talk about Valentine's Day. We went on a date night. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even mean that. But let's talk about that. We had a date night. What were you going to say about well, Valentine's Day? Oh, you're going to talk Bryn. about Bryn's Valentine's Bryn's Day. Bryn's Valentine's Day. Okay. Let's talk about that. We made cards you very rightfully <laughs> early you were like you should get valentine's and i was like we got time right and you're like you're gonna want to do it now and i was like all right and i got him and uh my one goal was just to get bryn to write his name on every single valentine's and it took a week and a half and two <laughs> two full nights of sitting down and me plagiarizing three of the cards. Yeah. Writing Bryn's name. That's a lot of focus to ask of him. He did it though, and he's now much better at writing his name. That's good. He's not great at doing the letters in order. He'll start the B, <laughs> spatial awareness could use some work. He'll start the B like all the way near the right, and then he'll run out and he'll do the next letter like all the way on the left. And then suddenly he'll just get really excited about the stem of a letter and it'll keep going down yeah, to the bottom of the page. Yeah, he is just like you. He gets really excited about one aspect of something. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> he follows his heart, lives in the now. <laughs> but we got it done. And I, d- I decided on no candy. Because you know what? There's going to be a plenty of candy there and everyone's going to be happy. Yeah, I told you this. I looked for candy for his cards, but I felt like it had to be a very specific kind of candy in my mind that was like the least annoying for parents. Like I I was like, I'm not going to do lollipops because that's like going to be in someone's hair or something. And what you were aiming for, though, is great. A single wrapped (laughs) lifesaver gummy. I wanted something that wasn't chokeable. So I was like a gummy, an individually wrapped gummy would be perfect. But of course, such a thing does not exist. Anyway, it was totally unnecessary because he got so much candy from kids in his, he got like eight lollipops or something oh i knew he would it was so fine. it didn't none like of it goodie mattered. bags and stuff um yeah some parents are giving like full goodie bags with toys and trinkets um so that was Bryn's valentine's day so exciting yeah not nearly as exciting as us having a freaking <laughs> real date a night. real date night i don't remember the last time we went on a date prior to this mm, probably your birthday or valentine's day before so like s- seven months or something yeah <laughs> i had a great time my it was, love it was good we went to a really nice restaurant recommended by a friend it was really good we went to the inn at pound ridge and it was delicious mm-hmm. we went really early because our reservation was really late and we got an early table 
I will also have to say out of character for us is that we like gorged ourselves on food, but a lot of the food that we gorged ourselves on was like light food, like oh, yeah. seafood and salad. And I was like, cause we're so skinny these days. We're so baby. skinny these we, days. Oh, listeners. We <laughs> haven't talked about this. We've both lost up to four pounds. Um, I lost 10 <laughs> baby. Anyway, we, uh, I, I like kind of couldn't believe it was. That was the choice we made on our big night out. Well, I was like, well, I definitely want a steak. And we ended up with kale salad, crab, like, crostini. The crab crostini was really my highlight of the evening. Monkfish and a lobster. Yeah. I actually left so insanely full. Yeah, well, we did get, like, dessert dessert after that. Because then I was like, wow, I can't believe how light... (laughs) I, <laughs> yeah, let's get the biggest dessert in the world. Yeah, we I couldn't, couldn't finish it. Finish it at all. Mm, but anyway, so good. Um, I'm sure everyone enjoyed that uh, description of the night. What do you do for Valentine's Day? I feel like we've had. Um, it it seemed like the most carefree date night. Ah, uh, yeah. For some reason, in my mind, I was like, other date nights don't go as well. <laughs> I'm like, they're fine. But this one was really fun. I think it was sort of like a lot of things in our life. Everything's just calmed down a little bit where you act, you suddenly, you know, five years into parenting are like, oh, I have a little bit of space to think Yeah, now. we have a babysitter I know and trust and I can just text them four yeah, days like before. Yeah, like the way our babysitter showed up, we were just like, hey, what's up? And then we left and we didn't like have to tell her where all the bottles were. You know, like it was just like... Good luck. She was fine. She knows our kids really well and... um we were like, yeah, they can stay up late, whatever. So that was great. It's nice to have things, certain things just <laughs> go smoothly for once. You know what's nice? <laughs> things not being terrible. <laughs> it's sort of nice. So sometimes I like to indulge in non-terribleness. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what we have to talk about before we move on? What? We're doing a live show, Beth. We are doing a live show. Oh it's my pretty God. exciting. Can you believe it? It's in towards the end of April, April twenty third. April twenty third. We are. We got guests. We got big guests. Well, first let's tell them where it is okay. because it's at Littlefield in Brooklyn. At Brooklyn. Uh, we got some very exciting guests. You might know him from a little podcast called Stuff You Should Know. Mister Chuck Bryan is going to be there. Or Movie Crush. A movie Crush. Uh, we Fantastic. also have Abby Crutchfield. Speaking of crushes, crutch or crutches, <laughs> Crutchfield. Abby Crutchfield. Speaking of injuries, uh, Abby Crutchfield, very funny comedian. You may know her from her Twitter um, or she's had a variety of appearances on TV. Um, and we also have Ophira Eisenberg oh, yes, from, from NPR's Ask, Ask Me, Me Another. Another. Um, <laughs> I'm genuinely so, we sort of put this together fairly quick. You, you did. And I'm yeah. now, I mean, I was like, everyone we asked said yes. We're so excited. It's a, it's going to be a really great group of people, um, fun venue. And, you know, we're going to do some of the bits you know and love and get some uh, information but, from some maybe more intelligent parents than us. Yeah. So you can buy tickets now. Go to our website, weknowsparenting.com and click on live appearances or whatever the tab says. Or go to Littlefield's website. Yeah. Buy some tickets Oh, we're going to be plugging it for several weeks, so get ready for the plugs. This next segment is called We Don't Knows. It's where we discuss some of our parenting failures and hands up in the air shrugs. This is where we discover, we discuss our... Whoops. Oh, Sorry, Siri, Siri had to weigh in. Siri, stay out of it. <laughs> it's where we discuss a bunch of our hands up in the airs moments. I think that's what I was going to say. Shoulder shrugs. Shoulder shrugs. Theory ruined whatever the awesome <laughs> joke I was going to say was. Yeah, you always have such zingers. Oh, my gosh. That's why they call Don't me worry. the zing king. We got plenty of podcasts left, left for you to just nail it. I got just so much tape it. left. We're going to record <laughs> until you laugh. Um. Okay, so Beth and I. <laughs> We're talking about parenting fails. Yes, Beth and I got into a bit of a fight. I don't want to talk about the fight um i think it's going to come up there's no way it's not but for now sure we'll leave the fight out of it i feel like we've worked through that um but (laughs) it turned it was a fairly significant fight not the biggest fight of our careers i think what was most significant about it is that our children were awake in the room listening and as old as they are (laughs) and yeah and they sort of understood the words we were saying 
And it was totally different <laughs> because Maven and Bryn were fully aware that things were getting tense. Well, they're also so much their selves, which is just everything rolls off Bryn's back. So he was giving like play by play of the fight and like getting in on it with like color commentary. And he was like, what don't you understand, daddy? What? <laughs> or he'd be like, mommy, you're not listening. Like he just like parrot things that we were saying. Like, <laughs> That is so, I totally forgot that. It was that. so ridiculous. I was like, I would, you know, I was like, you're not listening. <laughs> and the brain was like, what aren't you listening about? Yeah, he would just like interject and be like, what? And, the, and Maven, realized, classic Maven, was just taking on all the emotions of it and just getting sad. She was getting overwhelmed. She came up to me afterwards and she was like... It like made her so sad that it made her th- try to th- like think of pain on her body, and she was like, "I need a band aid." She like <laughs> held up her f- finger, like anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, so we got in a fight and we went separate ways, and then you went in the living room, I went into the bedroom, and Bryn came to talk to me, and you started crying, and that's that's what I think scared our children. <laughs> I don't think they were scared. I think they were just like, "What." Well, Bryn, <laughs> Bryn was concerned. He came to me and he was upset with me. And he goes, Daddy, you made mommy cry. Yeah, but that we was have to still, make her feel better. Yeah, but that was just still him like participating in the theater of it all. Like he didn't. Well, I, at no point during any of this did I feel like he was deeply emotionally affected. He oh, was just you didn't like, see it. You didn't see it. He no, was but with he me. like he's such an actor. Like I saw him look at me and like decide he was gonna say that and then like go find like he was just. He's performing. You know, well, you know, I'm, he does exactly what I do. And so when you say that, I felt myself getting defensive because I'm like. That is what you do in a fight is you just start performing an argument. And that's my, like, my biggest complaint at the end of all this was just that you, I like try to oh raise gosh. a very small issue mm. and then you get into mm. the performance of a fight uh. and you start saying things that don't make any sense. Oh, oh, oh. Don't we don't want to get into it. Okay, fine. Anyway, Ooh, but I okay. <laughs> Bryn, Bryn, I related exactly to how Bryn reacted to this fight. When he came to me, he not like Maven was like getting a little overwhelmed. Well, both of them came up to me and were like, "You okay, mommy?" Yeah, and <laughs> that in a little bit later, I. I cried a, a a significant cry just thinking about <laughs> my kids going through that, and they were so sweet. Bryn was yeah, concerned, but he's exactly like me, and that his mode was, "I'm gonna fix it." <laughs> you know, he was like, "It's good. We're good. Are you okay, Mom? You should say sorry, Daddy." You know, he was performing like he turns into the adult and like talks like how I talk. <laughs> But it was like, I understand that that's my impulse is like, I want people to be okay. And so I come in and like, I want, I'm a stable figure and I, 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 I like, you know, talk as the adult in the room and make people try to make people feel better. And Bryn like was a hundred percent that. And I think Maven was probably much more like you and that like, she's taking on everybody's anxiety and that's overwhelming. And Bryn's trying to like dissipate. He's kind of pushed the, the the pain away from everyone. <laughs> How did you feel about it? Because there's a moment. Sorry, I'm. I'm I mean, ice I just water. it's it's impossible for me not to relate it back to the argument, which is that I think you. I it's not that I don't think Bryn was trying to help because I think he was, but I think there's a blurred line there sometimes in performing that where you're. You and him are like performing a, a a solution and not thinking about like not tuned in. Well, this is I mean, this speaks to the heart of. Uh, so we had a, we had a, a little bit of an argument today and um, you, you're very much not like the, you know, I, I'll I'll say things just to like cool things out. Uh, just to make myself and hopefully other people feel better so we can talk about things. And that 
that to you is like the theater of it. You're like, that's bullshit. Because you say things that aren't true and they're like untrue attacks on me and I can't just like hear that and well, not be incensed by I'm it. I'm not even talking about that. Well, you did something today that I appreciated so much and it was such a little thing, uh, which is you sent, you got, you got annoyed at me and you sent me some texts explaining what it was and you but the first you added one sentence at the beginning of the text that just said i understand that you're just trying to help or something i said i know you don't know you're doing this or something yes (laughs) yeah and then you said here's the problem and you have no idea (laughs) how much that helps me then actually listen to what you're trying to say to me because the second it's like an attack i mean it's true for so many people i'm defensive and i'm just looking for what's wrong with this and just a tiny compliment sandwich or positive sandwich of like listen i know your intention is not this but here's what i need and it stopped me from writing back a text of like well here's how i'm right and i just thought about it and i feel like that's not that's not in your nature. That's not normally something you do is to show me that you understand that I'm, you know, that you see a positive in it. <laughs> and I got to say, that's all it takes for me. <laughs> it's like valid, just one like fig leaf and then tell me everything that's wrong with me that I'm fine. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah, I just have to constantly tone police myself. <laughs> So that I don't ruffle any feathers. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Boy, I made a big mistake of using the term tone police during our argument. Oh, yeah. When you accused me of tone policing in that argument was a real low. I didn't know. I was just like, what is a technical term for Mm -hmm. what you're doing? Which is, you know, let's not. (sighs) uh, Let's really really not. Um, That's why I can't deal with you when you just want to do like a flip out argument like I shout things at you because nothing you're saying makes any sense to me it's like it makes me feel so insane it's you, just like you ha- make me feel the exact same way where I'm just like what reality are like- you talking about and then you come in and you throw a firebomb of accusation and you walk out of the you know but everything you describe about me that you hate I'm like and I'm sure this is true for so many couples where the thing you describe about me, I'm like, that's you, that's you, uh, and I just you know each other so well, like, because I think we've been doing great, and and both we have both put a lot of energy into trying to speak each other's languages, and that day I think was like we've taken like five steps forward, and that was one big step back, where I personally like fell into every insecurity and defensive thing from our full history of being a relationship. <laughs> I, start, I immediately accused you well, and defended myself from you doing things that you have done that you hadn't done yet. Well, and here's that the thing. This is why I'm telling you, it's like your response is very escalatory because I, <laughs> the argument started because you sent me a text and I said, hey, can you not text me this way? The, the okay. In the way that you texted me. Okay, you just and performed you, it so sweetly. <laughs> I said, I, I walked in the room and I said, hey, I don't appreciate being texted like this. And you... Mm. You somehow escalated this argument into like you telling me like that like for years I've been horrible. Like it was just like verbal diarrhea. Like it was ju- it's just like a lot to take in. And I know you don't mean it, but I also don't want to stand there and listen to it. We realized today you were mad at me for sending you what you saw as judgmental and <laughs> passive aggressive text, which I still don't agree with. But you sent me very passive aggressive and attacking text today, and it took all my might to not like. You just be told me I sent you a really nice text today. Well, at the end of it, you did. That's where it started, and we got into a fight. And at the end, you you like, I I, I didn't I all was instantly forgiven because I was like I don't give a shit because you just showed me that you. Well, okay. <laughs> I think it's problematic that you're not allowing me to talk about the details of the argument because you're just saying vague. <laughs> you're right. You're really, right. You're just making really vague accusations towards me that I'm not, now not allowed to defend with the facts of reality. 
Well, I think the thing that's important, what I'm interested in talking about here is, is it's a new era of like fighting with your kids around who are listening and understanding like they never have before. <laughs> How, what's the rules, you know? Well, is I mean, imp- for one, I think I would be careful what you say in front of them. <laughs> yeah. But also, <laughs> Which like... Which you are not, not necessarily doing. Um, but at the end, I w- like, I made a big point with Bryn where I... We talked for a long time in there. He's like, you made mama cry. And I was just like, I was like, yeah, you know, sometimes adults fight and I shouldn't have done that. And I should say sorry to mommy, shouldn't I? And I was like taking responsibility because I'm like, this is what I would want Bryn to do. is, to, And I went in with him to you to like hug you and say sorry in front of my children. And yeah, I mean, it ended up working out okay. I honestly think it was like a learning moment for them and they didn't, were not harmed by it. And I felt like, you know, like they were, Bryn was saying things towards the end where he was like, Sometimes big people get sad too. And it was just like really like profound. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess like you guys are great with it. Like it was like I, maybe I should have been crying in front of you sooner or more often. I don't know. Like it was very weird. Uh, <laughs> um, I love, I then I cried about it later just seeing because, you know, Bryn is four and he can be a real <laughs> shit to his sister, like mean. And I'm like, should I worry about his empathy? But then real things happen, and his empathy is on display. And I don't think it was fully performative. He felt it, and I, it, it made me happy. And I, it made me love you more. And I love you. I'm not going to end with a joke. All right, I love you. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This next segment is called Would You Knows. It's where we uh, uh, posit a parenting hypothetical to one another. Peter, do you have one? Posit. This is the only time in my life I use the word posit. Yes, I have one. I have one for you. Well, posit it I'm gonna. Po- I'm going to posit it up. 
here's the scenario. You come home. It's bedtime for the kids. And you walk through the door. And Bryn walks up to you. And he says, Beth, don't freak out. But Bryn and I, we freaky Friday. It's me, Peter. I don't know what to do. And then Peter walks out from the back room and in a Bryn voice says, Mommy, look how big I am. <laughs> and starts running around the room. Haven't we done Freaky Friday um, hypotheticals in the past? I couldn't remember. I think we have. In what scenario did we do it? Did I, I do it with me and Bryn? Yeah, it was. I think it was something like that. I don't. It was many episodes ago. I just well, Bryn's a different person. I'm having now. a little deja vu, as if I've freakied this Friday before. <laughs> I feel like this Friday has been freaky before. <laughs> I've felt this freakiness before. Um, I had the same feeling, but I couldn't remember it. And I feel like you know what? We could redo it because Bryn is a different kid, and maybe we need different people. Okay. Um. So the question is, what do I do? <laughs> How do you process it? How do you go on? Like, it's assume it's like a, the movie context where we don't know how to fix it. I guess, you know, like in the movie scenario, it's like I get my girl gang together, all my trusted <laughs> girls, and they believe me because we trust each other and we believe the crazy shit that we've all experienced. And you're, you got a Marco Polo thread going. Yeah. I'm like, hey, guys, remember how we all did that spell on the new moon? <laughs> well. You didn't tell me it was you. Somebody oh fucked up, all right? That's all I have to say. Uh, and <laughs> so I get the girl gang together. Um, <laughs> and, you know, they come over wearing, like, uh, I guess, like, pans on their heads or pots on their heads as protection. They've, they've got hockey gear on. It's a movie. Are they conspiracy theorists? no. It's a Hollywood movie, okay? <laughs> okay, so they got pots on their heads. <laughs> they right. got pots on their heads. To they protect got them from gear. the Peter size? Yeah, because you know, Bryn, he's having a tantrum by the end of this day. Oh, you know what? We did the, this is similar to the Peter sized Bryn and Bryn sized Peter, but this is a full freaky We Friday also trip. did, yeah, we did like a, um, honey, I blew up the kids one type of one. Remember? Wasn't there like a. I think that was the Bryn sized Peter, uh, Peter sized Bryn. Okay, anyway. So the well, girls are over. They got their pots and pans and hockey gear on. Yeah. Um, and, you know, one of them has like a box of Valentine's candy to lure him around where we need him to go. Um, you know, I don't know. We get some handcuff handcuffs from a sex shop. Hilarity ensues. Um, why, why does it have to be from a sex shop? Where are you going to get handcuffs on a minute's notice? A mi the the army surplus. Uh, the army surplus? Not the army. The the handcuff store. Listeners, the, the police if store. you are planning, currently planning a murder or abduction, tell us where you're getting your handcuffs. Uh, because what are the sex? We don't the sex know. handcuffs have like a safety release? I mean, probably, but not that I. Know. Oh, I I once had novelty handcuffs on a school trip in Washington, D.C. in middle school, and they took it at at the airport security. And I remember being really embarrassed. <laughs> They're like, what are these? That I'm is like, really weird to bring on a school I trip. I bought it at a store on a school trip. Oh, okay. Because that's a cool thing to have. Classic move. I, I, do you remember my cousins were talking about their school trip to Germany that their high school does? And there was one town in Germany or or like the Alps, like the Swiss Alps or something, where all the kids would stop and buy like souvenir knives and swords and stuff. <laughs> and then they would like ship them back home. But I was just like, why year after year, why are you bringing the kids to the same place where they're all buying knives? Why do you keep going to the sword shop? <laughs> But it's just a classic, like, public high school move for them just to be like, <laughs> here we go. Go into the sword shop. Um, All right. So the, your whole plan is to detain Bryn because he's too strong. But he's old. You can reason with him. He's going to know something's weird. I have to say another reason why we'd have to go to the sex shop is because they have... <laughs> 
the uh, handcuffs that are like fuzzy, and they so have so you're not they would have S and M restraints that are like soft hold. Okay, like, if you put Bryn <laughs> in my body in handcuffs, he's gonna start screaming, "You're hurting me!" Yeah, and then our affable neighbor walks in, and I'm like, "Sorry, we never told you we were into this. We were just trying to keep it private." You're like, "Sorry, I'm just trying to have sex with my husband." <laughs> and Bryn's going, "What's that?" Sorry, come back later, please. (laughs) That's a disturbing scene we just wrote. (laughs) It's not, though, because it's all played by an adult male actor, which is the genius of the whole conceit. Please, Hollywood, call me. I'll draft it tomorrow. Comedically sexy scenes with your son (laughs) if it's in your husband's body. Not weird or a gray ethical area (laughs) at all. It's played by a chubbier John Hamm. Wait, why am I not cast in this? Um, because... Wait, you think I'm chubbier than John Hamm? <laughs> we were actually just saying the other day that you look a little bit like Peter Sarsgaard. I think he'd be great for the role. Mm. Just these, like, the neighbors are like, he always was sort of creepy, you know? <laughs> like, You know I'm a professional actor, Did you see right? your neighbor run naked through the streets? Well, he always was a little creepy. Remember he was doing those weird dad commercials? <laughs> He's sort of acting like a child. Have you noticed? <laughs> he called me a uh, fart face. <laughs> um, all right. Well, what do I do? What is what is Peter in Bryn's what body going to do? I mean, you, you have to go to school and daycare, I guess, just to cover for <laughs> us. So I tell nothing you what. seems off. Or you start logging a lot of hours of incredible Instagram material. <laughs> the 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 idea that you think that you are funnier as Bryn than if Bryn I is in, as himself. Oh, Bryn is hilarious mm. when he just starts talking like an adult. If I was in his body with his voice, no. you don't think I could be funny? I don't in, think you would be funnier than he is naturally. You, oh. You'd be trying too hard. It would t- be too much man pretending to be a child. <laughs> I'm really good at playing kids. This is the part of the movie where he, your character realizes he needs to quit acting. <laughs> I'd be the most incredible child star of all time. Uh, I would go and use that voice to go. The re- actor playing Bryn, we'd be like, hey, kid, like you were actually too funny in that take. And in this this scene, you're actually trying to uh, appear like Peter's inside your body, so you can't be that funny right now. Whoa, what an insane <laughs> acting challenge for a child. First of all, why are you casting this movie? This is a sen- hypothetical scenario. I, this is me pitching it to all of Hollywood right now. <laughs> the I, movie should be us trying to film this movie because I want to see the scene where the director is trying to get a kid to play an adult in a kid's body who's trying too hard and not as funny as the real kid. Everyone just fell asleep at your comedic uh, adaptation. (laughs) Uh (laughs) This is your idea. All right. So who plays Bryn in the movie? AKA me. And who plays you? Who plays your adult body? Well, I, think I we just decide. said Peter Sarsgaard. No, no, who plays Bryn? Who plays the child? Who plays Bryn? Yeah. I don't know. I don't follow a bunch of child actors online. All right. Who plays you? Um, I guess Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they Is get to work together. To Peter Sarsgaard? They're married in real life. I guess they work together. <laughs> All right, guys, we got to call up uh, Sarsgaard <laughs> and Gyllenhaal. I think they'd be really excited to do it because they'll get to work together. Um, you know. Anyway, Great. Um, give us a call when, whenever so you guys want to make this. How do the girls uh, solve the problem in the end? Um. Oh, the girl gang. Yeah, I forgot. You mean you really cut out the girl gang? With <laughs> Melissa <pots>. McCarthy and <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany Haddish and. <laughs> Uh, Aquafina, and, uh, so my girl gang shows up, um, and they, uh, I well, mean, it's their spell that got us into this. Yeah, mess. it's their spell. So they so just it's your problem. <laughs> so you have to fix it. They have to reverse the spell, and then 
you know, series of incantations. They realize the missing ingredient is um, sort of just hair from the drain of the bathtub. Uh, it has to be both yours and Bryn's hair. And a positive vibe. And a positive vibe. Yeah. Raider. All right, great. We're back to normal. <laughs> hey, you know what? Even though this was all your fault and your and your Marco Polo girl gang, you, the work you did to put us back together in the right place makes us realize how much we need <laughs> you. That's a hero. Thanks, Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berber which targets abdominal fat and OEA which curbs your appetite with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain MD can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30% on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain MD these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. And now it's time for listeners want to knows. We're going to read some emails from the email mailbag. Okay, so this is a quick one. This was in response to the conversation we were having about what to call little girls' vaginas. <laughs> And <laughs> the most responded to topic we've ever put out there. You listeners want to know. Uh, <laughs> so uh, this is from Kate and she says, I thought you'd be happy to know that I had regrets about classifying all my daughter's female anatomy as vagina because in hindsight, I wish I had used the actual anatomical term vulva, which sounds, which just sounds worse. Hence why I didn't teach it the first time. Anyways, my daughter went through a short phase where she called it her vaginosaur, and it was seriously one of the best parts of being a parent thus far. So I think we found it, the much sought after slang term for a little girl's vagina. It's vaginosaur. I'm still partial to fine china. Fine china. Oh, that's very creepy. Peter Sarsgaard, my husband. Um, oh, Maggie. <laughs> no, um, I agree. It's It's... It's not as good of a name, but it did make me laugh. Yeah, vagina sore, I think, is it's pretty empo- good. And it's, it's empowering. Close, it's empowering. It's close enough to the real word that they're going to know what the real word is and people will know what they're talking about. Yeah, but what happens when they injure their vagina and they go, oh, vagina sore. No and one would ever like, say that whole word. Vagina sore? Um, also, what... <laughs> 
it's so much more unlikely for a girl to get hit in the genitals and to groan in pain like that. Oh, I got kicked, kicked in the vagina. My vagina's hurt. Um, I, it does, I'm sure that I'm sure you can hurt it that way. <laughs> well, you know what? You're right. Thank you for bringing up that real concern, which is what do you do when she groans out the word vagina sore once she gets hit in the vagina? And I guess what you do is just <laughs> say, yeah, that's what she calls it. And she's hurting right now. So if you could all step back, I'm just going to take her over here. Well, look, my worry is that you wouldn't take it seriously because you're just like, oh, that's what she calls her vagina. She's just talking about vagina. I'm going to stop paying attention. I'm just saying, think it through. Right, because when boys go, oh, my balls, <laughs> then I know to take it seriously. And I'm very serious about what's happening. Don't joke about that. Oh, boy. You raise a lot of important points. Oh, oh gosh. Here's another email. Ready for this? Thank yeah. you, Kate. That is that is probably the best one we've heard. A lot of good ones, but uh, thank you. This email is in response to another topic we had recently um, uh, about uh, uh, last week. We talked about what's it about? Uh, about uh, we talked about I think uh, Vietnamese parents that use a whistle to potty train their children at a much earlier age, and we were like, "That's crazy! What?" And I mean, that's uh, not exactly what we said, but <laughs> uh, that's my summation. We were like, "That's crazy! What?" Oh, my balls. Oh, my knowledge. Um, this comes to us from Rachel. Subject line, peeing on command is amazing. Out of context, that's a great sentence. Hi, Beth and Peter. Burp, excuse me. I, was I thought I was supposed to respond. For- <laughs> Hi, Beth Hello. Peter. I'm waiting. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <sighs> Welcome. I was listening to the Everything is Ellipses Fine episode, and I heard you mention the Vietnamese parents training their kids to go to the bathroom on command, and I had to write in. It is literally the greatest thing ever. My husband is from India, and they do that there as well. I was very skeptical of it because I was like, how do you go around all the time and keep your child from having accidents? The first thing is no one is upset when a child has an accident. There is no shaming Uh, or upset just a a factual shit-happens-to-everyone attitude. This definitely changes a child's mindset about peeing and pooping. They aren't ashamed to let you know that they have to go because they do not not get yelled at or treated badly for it. Also, stone floors make cleaning up messes so much easier, all caps. Literally, I cannot stress enough how much the environment is made for a child to poop on the floor in in (laughs) India and have it be no big deal. Not the reason they put in stone floors, but it is a great thing to have for this. My in-laws were always wondering why we didn't just let our son run around naked and do this from a form of potty training. But cleaning poop or pee out of a carpet is so much more of an issue than they knew until they visited Have you ever had to scrub poop out of a carpet? It takes so much time and products and is stressful because no one wants poop stain on their bedroom floor. Stone floors are a wipe and a mop scenario, changes the game entirely. Also, the family structure is different. There aren't just three immediate uh, family members, mom, dad, siblings, living in the house. There is typically all families are different, but grandparents, uncles, aunts, etc. All living either in the house or close by to help with child rearing. So the mother is not alone in trying to implement this. When our son lived in India for a year, it was my father-in-law who actually ended up doing most of the potty training. And within about two months, he was about 20 months old, my son was fully potty trained this way. It changed life because I just had to hold our son over the toilet and make a susu. It's S-U-S-U. Susu. I think it's like shoo-shoo. Maybe. Shoo-shoo. I don't know. Noise. And he would pee or poop. Uh, you need to call in, Rachel, and make the noise on our voicemail. Um, and once you start looking for the signs, oh, boy, do you see the signs that they got to go. Most Western parents also know that their kids need to go because almost every mom or dad I know can tell uh, me what their kid's poop face is to laughing to tears emoji figures. So I don't think it would be a stretch to say it could be done here. I think the family and cultural structure is the major inhibitor. You need to do it. uh, You need help to do it. 
and we don't have a family-oriented society like they do. Always, I hope to enlighten you about an alternate... Uh, anyways, I hope to enlighten... I hope I enlighten you about an alternate mode of potty training. Definitely something I couldn't do here, but over there with the right setup, it works amazingly. Have a great day, Rachel. Fascinating. Um, yeah, that seems like it works out really well for people yeah. <laughs> who, who live in a society that supports that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, picturing a bunch of people around and a stone floor and the idea of like one of our kids running around naked. I'm like, that sounds almost fun. Almost fun. <laughs> to potty train. Well, I think if we lived somewhere where it was warmer outside and we had a backyard, we would have let our kids run around naked oh, a that's, lot more. That's how mm, uh, my brothers and I were potty trained. Yeah. My, my mom said like we are in across the world, England, Israel, Singapore, and she would just have us naked outside. I remember yeah. my little brother running around the naked outside and the 17-year the cicadas came out um, in the Chicagoland area and there's it's insane. And I was afraid of the bushes, but my little brother learned to pee by peeing on cicadas outside. And she'd have them pee on flowers and then she'd go inside and she'd draw little flowers with markers on the to- inside the toilet bowl and they'd pee on the flowers. Actually, this reminds me, I took the kids to the playground the other day and um, Maven had to pee, so I went and brought her into a corner of the playground and had her pee outside for a second. What? And then dro- brought her back and I didn't think the other, there. I was there with our, our friend, our, Bryn's friend and his dad and then yeah. this other random dad and he, I didn't think they noticed, but then one of his kid had to pee, and then the other dad who I didn't really know was like, "Oh, you can just go to that corner over there." You know, that's the pee corner. And I was like, well, "Did he see me?" And then he had, and then his daughter wanted to pee, and then he had, he pulled out of a bag like a toilet seat on stilts, like a little toilet seat. That, and it was weird. He went and then used it over in. The well, then he himself. went and brought his daughter over there, and I was like, "Wow, you came prepared," and he was like. Yeah, let me know if you want to use it. And I was like, "What?" Like, but it, it was just uh, <laughs> how old was his daughter? She was three. But anyway, it was like mm. you know a winter day, and like we had like three kids peeing outside. It was. I support what you did. I, I don't know, but I'd be carrying around a toilet seat for no. the world. I mean, interesting. I was thinking it would have been good for me to have more like tissues on me or wipes, which yeah. I didn't. I took the stroller to the playground, so I had like nothing. Um. And but it worked out fine. We didn't get pee on us, so that's a win. Well, I just had a very distinct memory of being old enough to remember, but my mom having me poop in a parking lot in like Florida or somewhere. <laughs> it was like on a grassy area. Yeah. But I remember being like, I gotta go. And she's like, just poop here. <laughs> and I remember being ashamed but relieved. Uh, anyway thanks rachel sometimes you gotta poop sometimes you gotta poop this has been another episode of we knows parenting if you'd like to reach out send us some advice a story a question you can email us at we knows pod at gmail.com also check out our website we knows parenting.com you can buy some merch there also you can buy tickets for our live show on april 23rd at littlefield Check that out, weknowsparenting.com or at the Littlefield uh, website. Beth, social media? Uh, you can check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at we knows Pod. Um, yeah, and uh, again, uh, check out the new season of the Story Pirates podcast. And have yourselves a great week. May. Bye.
tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.